Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We had a good weekend of rainfall here in the state of Utah. That's a very good thing. And of course, it also creates some challenges. With lots of rain comes the risk of landslides. And what should we do uh, if we find ourselves in the middle of one? Are they preventable? What should we be watching for? We're partnering with Be Ready Utah every Tuesday to bring you the best advice to be ready. And so to help us break it down, what it means in terms of landslide, uh, Wade Matthews, who's the program manager for Be Ready Utah, joins us on the line. Wade, thanks for jumping on with us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. So let's let's talk about the, the landslide issue. Obviously, that can be triggered by a number of things, erosion or earthquake or just a lot of water. Uh, what do we see here in the state of Utah when it when it comes to landslides? Yeah, it's kind of along the lines of other hazards that we face, whether you're heading in when when you're heading into the outdoors, just be aware of the conditions, be aware of be aware of weather forecasts, you know, and know what to expect, because, you know, really, there's no warning with landslides. uh, Otherwise, uh, you know, other than being aware of the weather and uh, just aware of your surroundings. Uh, And if you notice that, you, you know, you hear a rumbling, you hear you see falling rocks or trees being knocked over, that type of thing, you want to get out of the way as, as quickly as possible. You know, it's like our protective action for earthquake. The best thing, I mean, sorry, for uh, uh, of evacuation. You know, if there's something dangerous coming your way, get out of the way. We call that evacuation. I think you would apply that here to a landslide situation as well. Just try to get out of, out of, out of the way as much as possible. Yeah. Are there any other uh, precursors or signs that we're aware of when it comes to landslides? Just what were the weather conditions before? Like you, you talked about, you know, a lot of rainy conditions um, can lead to, to landslides. What we, uh, something else we call uh, flood after fire. You know, uh, we're approaching wildfire season, and a lot of times burn scars can lead to um, landslides, mudslides, those types of things where a lot of debris is washed down the hill because there's no longer any foliage uh, holding the, de- you know, the ground down, the, the dirt down. And so those types of things can lead to uh, those combinations of things can lead to landslides. Yeah, I remember a few years ago we had that uh, very incident where we had the uh, the burn out there in Saratoga Springs, followed by a, a lot of water, and and it did come down. Uh, and so as we start thinking about it from a uh, not just a get out of the way standpoint, but looking at our own property, 
Uh, what are some things we should do to protect ourselves in that space? Um, well, as, as similar with flooding, if, you, if you've got some warning, not a lot, a lot, like I say, not a lot of warning with, with landslide, but um, sandbagging, uh, barriers or those types of things. You don't want to put sandbags up against your foundation, but away from the foundation a little bit. Um, again, there's not a whole lot you can do with a landslide without, you know, there's was not much warning, but just, uh, uh, have, have some types of retaining walls in place. If you're on a, if you're built on a slope, if you're, if you're built up on the, uh, foothills or, or those types of things, you might want to design your landscaping to try to mm. divert landslides or fl- flooding water around your structure. All right. And if you're, uh, if you're caught in that, if you're in your car or uh, whatever, what's the, what's the best way to, to navigate your way out of that? Um, basically, uh, stay in the car, uh, you know, unless it looks like it's uh, going to be buried, uh, just probably want to stay in the car. Uh, again, it's better to have some preparation as, as far as food and water in the car. If you, have, if you end up being stuck in the car for a while until the rescuers are able to come and get you, depending on the weather, the season, the time of year, you know, blankets or coats, gloves, something like that for colder weather, but uh, food and water, some medication, first aid kit, uh, maybe some things you can use to signal for help. Otherwise, uh, probably just stay with the car would be the best bet. All right. And then uh, just give us a, a reminder as we continue with this uh, Be Ready Utah uh, in terms of things that we should have in terms of uh, our evacuation plan, uh, just to make sure. So whether it's a, an earthquake or a, a flood or a fire or or a landslide, uh, just give us a, a quick reminder of the things that we should be thinking about individually as families, as neighborhoods, uh, when it comes to being ready. Yeah, for uh, your family disaster plan or, or an evacuation plan, you, you probably start with your own emergency supplies, your disaster supply kit, which is personalized to your own needs. Um, have a communication plan where if you were separated at the time that uh, the evacuation order came or you, know, you were having to leave your home or your neighborhood, have a meeting place, one outside your home. Uh, when everybody gets outside, you can count heads and get accountability, take accountability before everybody jumps in the car. Or uh, you know, outside of your neighborhood, maybe somebody's at work or somebody's at the store or at school, have another place to meet outside of your neighborhood. If your neighborhood was uh, evacuated or traffic control points or roadblocks are set up or things like that. Um, and uh, know the warning systems. Know how you're going to receive emergency messages, whether, you know, through emergency alert system on TV and radio, whether it's wireless emergency alert on your cell phone or other methods that your communities might use, like sirens and highway message boards and tone alert radios. Fantastic. Great insight, as always. Wade Matthews, the program manager for Be Ready Utah. Wade, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. You've been listening to KSL's Emergency Preparedness Series, Be Ready Utah. Uh, If you have more questions about emergency preparedness, not sure where to start, what to do, visit BeReadyUtah.com. And you can get all of that information. Again, it's BeReady.Utah.com. Let's make sure I get that one right. Uh, give you all the things that you need to make sure that you are prepared. We have to be ready in this state. A really crucial conversation that we need to get to. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. The Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. was dedicated 100 years ago yesterday. The Piano Guys created a tribute to honor one of our nation's greatest presidents. We're going to talk about that and a few other things that go along with it coming up next. Stay with us. Stay with us.
Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.